0: Welcome to the Hotter on Top Podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is the place where I share with you the behind the scenes of building an online service-based business without the hustle. I went from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, I have been there to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I am here to help you sell out your services without losing your sanity or yourself by using belief work and sustainable strategies so you can build a business that supports your dream life. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will give you the juice and confidence you need to start taking audacious action on your desires right now. So if you're ready to feel hot and on top, then let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am so excited to talk about the big D word today. And no, get your mind out of the gutter. Not that kind of D. It's probably the D that you don't really want in your life. (laughs) Today, we're talking about debt. And most importantly, debt as a business owner. And What I want to kind of share with you today is my own personal journey with debt. I have had such a long history with debt, and I've gotten to this place where I feel very, not just neutral about my debt, but grateful about my debt. And how did I really go throughout that process when before my debt felt super debilitating, like literally keeping me up all night, literally just strategizing and like crunching all the numbers and such a headache and really just feeling a lot of guilt and shame around this and feeling really held back around it. How did I go from that to then seeing it as something that is a tool, something that is neutral and ending up feeling grateful for it? (laughs) So I want to share with you some of the mindset shifts. So if you have been feeling like if you have debt and you feel very debilitated by debt, or if you feel like you can't really make the moves that you want to make in your life or get the results that you want to see in your business because of this debt, this episode is going to be perfect for you. I think as business owners, we have to take on a very different mindset when it comes to debt. As with anything, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, you have to have a different mindset. It's not the employee mindset which is this very something that is very common just in corporate culture and like i know i've talked about in society as well like corporate culture in society and all those pieces like it's in the air it's in the water we drink like the messaging runs so deep. So even if you've never worked like a quote unquote, like traditional corporate job, these things can run really deep in our society. And I think debt is a huge one on how we have to view it differently as a business owner in order to really make moves in our business. And so I want to break down some of those different ways and kind of comparing the two of like being a brick and mortar business versus being an online business and how I view debt now. And even though I still have debt, it doesn't feel as heavy and it's under control. And there's just all of these different pieces. So I used it as a way to leverage. And that's essentially what I'm going to show you and talk about the mindset about today. So if you're in for that, this episode is going to be perfect for you. First thing I want to touch on is around how we view debt as a society. So society has really convinced us that there is such a thing as good debt and bad debt. When in reality, debt is on a very neutral, like it has no moral charge. It's on a level playing field, like debt is debt is debt is debt. And yes, like there are some differences as far as like percentage rates, like as far as interest rates. But at the end of the day, just like the numbers in our bank account, uh, the numbers on our debt or on our credit cards are literally just numbers on a screen. Like, when you really think about it, sometimes you have to humble yourself for a second and go, am I really going to let numbers on a screen ruin my day and how I feel about myself and my inherent worthiness as a as a person, as a human, but also, like, my worthiness of success as a business owner? Like, you know, sometimes it's like, it's just a number on a screen. Like, let's just, let's just take a moment back here, right? So society has really convinced us that there's good debt and bad debt. Usually the good debt looks like student loans, looks like investment education, right? It also looks like home debt, so buying a home and then also like buying a car. I think these things are the most common and we almost see them as like necessary milestones to kind of validate our like role in society and validate how we, um, like validate our success of like, oh yeah, you're adulting correctly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're doing all the right things. You're on the right path. And, and I think this is a separate conversation, but then it's like, to what end? You know what I mean? But anyway, so <laughs> that's beside the point, but these things are almost seen as like good and necessary debt. And they don't really hold as much charge. If anything, they hold like a bit of a, more positive charge to them. Now, I think the bad debt that we view in society is credit card debt. I think that we can all agree is that credit card debt is highly, highly demonized and mostly because of like the interest rates and credit, you know, banks and shit like that. But at the end of the day, like we usually demonize credit cards pretty unfairly. And the reasoning why I like really question this is because as business owners, like credit cards are usually what business owners have the most access to. So when I first started my business, I started as a brick and mortar business, right? And I, at 20 years old, I could not get a business loan, but you bet your ass that they would have given me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars if I was going to a university and needed a student loan debt. But they decided that me being a business owner at 20 years old was too risky to even be given the fraction of what I would have needed for to start a business versus what I would have needed to go to university. And they decided that was too risky, but you know, could have signed me up for student loan debt. Right. And so again, the messaging just runs so deep. And that's such a prime example of it is that we're not going to give you access to this, but you can have this. So what did I have instead? They gave me access to credit cards. So that's what I used, And I used credit cards to really build up a lot of my credit as well. But I used credit cards To start my businesses, right? And so, but that's literally what I was given access to as a business owner at 20 years old. And so I used what I had, right? And so couldn't get a business loan, but I could have gotten this, right? (laughs) And that's exactly what I did. And so, again, I think that as business owners, we often demonize this kind of debt when in reality, business owners have the most access to credit cards to really use to start businesses, right? So, thinking about like as well as being an online business owner i see this trend that we we try and like cut our costs as much as possible and that we try not to treat our business like a legit business that holds some form of investment debt it has some form of investment that we have to put up front to be like no this is i'm serious about this business i'm going to follow through When you own a brick and mortar, it is expected that before you can even turn on that open sign that you invested thousands of dollars and not just thousands of dollars, but also hours and hours and hours of your time to get the building ready, to get your inventory, to get the vibe, whatever it may be, to get all your licenses, everything like that, right? And so when you finally go to open up this business, it's like you understand that all of that is now going to be getting a return. Now it's gonna work itself out, right? Now you can open yourself to the public and you're gonna bring in that money, right? But as online business owners, I think we often try to like hold ourselves back a lot. And online business owners I see so often is that trying to nickel and dime themselves and wondering, like they're really wondering, like, is it worth it for me to get a $30 monthly subscription to have an online booking system? Right. And brick and mortar businesses are not thinking about that, right? They're like, no, this is legit what I need to do. This is why I need to do this, right? And not saying that we necessarily need to have debt in order to feel like we have quote unquote skin in the game, but I do think that there's something to say where we are invested a little bit more. And as an online business owner, when we try and nickel dime ourselves, it's almost like we're convincing ourselves that like, you know it's not really worth it this business isn't really going to be legit i can kind of just flow in and flow out whenever i want to and so not saying that you need to have debt to like change your mindset around this but i think we often shy away from going into some form of debt in order to get our business started but if we took on the mindset of more so like a brick and mortar business what investments would you make and how would you leverage your debt in order to get to where you wanna be, in order to be able to flip open that open sign confidently, right? Because that's kind of the key here. And just as an aside, I really wish as a business owner when I first started brick and mortar, like I had to invest so much to get, just get the business started that I didn't actually get to invest in the things that I really wanted to. And so for a long time, I was not confident in my business. I didn't, I didn't get to learn how to sell myself or how to market or how to really do all the business sides of things, right? I didn't get that opportunity because I literally just had to keep my lights on, you know? I just literally had to be able to make sure that I could pay my rent and all of these pieces that I didn't have any extra until I was like definitely a little bit later in the game and have done a lot of trial and error. What's really cool about being an online business owner is that it doesn't take much to start and it doesn't keep much, take much to keep going. So it's kind of nice because when you do decide to invest in something, when you do decide to invest in like a skill set or something like that, like you kind of get that option, and you don't have to do this like either-or mentality um, of like, do I get to keep my, do I get to keep my business running, or do I get to learn a new skill? Like you don't have to play that either-or game a lot of the time, right? Because having an online business is very accessible. So you get to actually spend it on the things that you want to spend it on, right? So that was kind of a side. But all of this to say is what I'm saying is that debt is the name of the game when you are starting a business. It is pretty expected that you're going to go into debt. And I think that that's what shies a lot of people from away from being business owners when it really shouldn't be right? We need to have more trust in that we're going to get that return. Just like as if we were a brick and mortar business, like having so much faith that like when those doors open, it's going to work out. You're going to get customers. It's going to all make sense and it's going to level out. It is common and expected for your expenses as when you're first starting your business to be way, way higher than your income, And that it levels out over time as you get better with your skills, as you learn how to market, as you learn how to make more money, right? Because once you've mastered those skills around making money and marketing and selling and all of those pieces around your business, you're very clear on how you can help people. Like it's inevitable that it's all going to level out. It's inevitable that you are going to make back those investments and that you get to create it over and over and over again. Because once you've learned how to create money, I mean hello, (laughs) you know, like you can just create more of it. You could just sell more, right? And so is it really a risk to go into debt if you knew that it was going to have a return and that these skills were going to be something that you were going to have for years and years and years to come, right? So going back to having like thinking of debt as being risky or like having a business being risky, I want to remind you that like, with literally everything, there is risk. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, we have this kind of like risk adverse bias, you know, like we often tell ourselves like, oh, I'm just risk averse. It's like, are we really risk averse or are we just risk averse to the things that we are like seeing the most evidence of or that we want to focus in on, right? Because when you really cut down to it, there's a risk with everything. It's a risk to go to college and potentially not get the job that you were promised, right? It's a risk to stay at a job that you hate and not pursue something else and, you know, just try something new out. It's a risk to even really drive a car, (laughs) you know? It's also a risk to, in your business, like, it's a risk to hire people. It's a risk to take on clients and work with strangers over the internet. Like, it's all a risk. But you have to decide, like, is the risk going to outweigh the result or does the result that I want that I want to create actually outweigh the risk? So you have to focus in on that and when we are afraid to take risks we try to like save all our money, we try to do it all ourselves we try to figure it all out and we believe it's too risky but what if we actually looked at it is that it's a risk not to make those investments it's a risk not to figure it out sooner, right? Because that's legit. I I think about all the time, like when I was a brick and mortar, because I just waited so long to do coaching or any of those things, I'm like, man, like imagine how much more money I would have made faster. (laughs) You know what I mean? If I just knew, if I just knew better, if I knew how to sell, if I had a little bit more confidence, like imagine the results I would have gotten faster and I wouldn't have had to like sit in that struggle for that long. Right? So like thinking about it that way as well is that everything is a risk. I haven't met one successful person in the industry that didn't take some form of debt to get to where they are today. And not even just credit card debt and all those pieces. Maybe they've also received a loan from their parents. Maybe they also have business loans and they've had partners supporting them. Like this is almost expected and somewhat normal. So I want to show you that it is in a sense normal as a business owner to do something like this, right? And you have to question because with everything as being a business owner, like you really do have to question like society and how we view things and you have to decide for what you're, what you are willing to do for yourself. Because again, when you learn how to like sell yourself through foundational marketing strategies, then you can really create wealth for life, right? When you know how to create money, like that is such a skill, literally a skill you can take to the bank, right? Right. And how I always view as like anytime I've made an investment where I've put it on my credit cards, which that's been every investment at this point, but I always just am like, am I willing to be a little bit uncomfortable for a while in exchange for a lifetime of wealth and security and freedom that comes with what I'm going to get out of this? You know, like... Is it worth being uncomfortable for a few years as I start this business, as I get it really going, as I create all these foundations and all these things, like, am I willing to just be uncomfortable for a few more years in order to create a lifetime of freedom and wealth that I've been craving and not just for myself, but also for everybody around me and to really get to help people and live out something that is very fulfilling for me, right? Like at the end of the day, it's like, oh. That shit's priceless, you know. Like that shit's priceless. So what? I get to sit in debt and be a little bit more uncomfortable for a little bit longer. It's okay because the end goal way outweighs the the feeling of uncomfort discomfort around debt, you know. So the reminder here and the thing that I want you to ask yourself is like, is debt really the worst thing? Because you cannot get rid of something or fix something that you hate. So how can you bring in a little bit more neutria- neutrality <laughs> neutrality, um, to your debt, if you have debt? And how can you get a little bit more familiar and comfortable with it? And almost seeing your debt as more so an opportunity. So when I started my businesses, I used my debt to leverage those. And my businesses I'm so proud of. And I now I look at it as like, I'm so fortunate to have had the access to this credit. So I could make those moves. So I could take a little bit more of those risks. So I could invest because when I first invested, let me tell you this story. (laughs) This is going to, this is not necessarily something I recommend, but this is part of my story and my journey. So I want to share it with you. When I invested in my first one-on-one coach, I didn't even have enough left on my credit card to pay for this coach. (laughs) So what I did is that I asked for extended payment plans um, which she agreed. And about four months into the six month container, I made my investment back. I doubled my investment actually. And so the thing was, was that it wasn't that the container was like, Oh my God, I, I wasn't going in with this mentality of like, Oh my God, this person's going to save me and they're going to give me all this results. And I'm going to double my investment. Like I didn't go in with any of that mentality. What I did go in with the mentality of like, I want this and I'm going to figure it out. Like at the end of this, if I don't have enough to pay her, I'm going to go get a job or I'm going to figure it out because at the end of the day, I want this support and I know that this is what I want to focus in on. I know that this is the direction I want to go in and I'm trusting that. And so like if it gets down to the wire and I'm about to max out my credit card, then I'll go figure it out. But I didn't really need to do that because I ended up doubling my investment and it all worked out, you know? And like, again, not saying that that was like, that was a very ideal situation. And I didn't even go in with that intention necessarily. But I think because I went in with the intention of like, I'm going to figure it out no matter what, I got this, like not to worry, not a big deal if I have to go, you know, Uber for a little bit or do some DoorDash for a little bit, not a big deal. Not the worst thing in the world. And when I kind of approached it through that lens of like, it's not an issue, it's not a problem. At the end of the day, I want this and I'm going to take responsibility of that. Then like, it, it worked out. So that's to say, like, I think that when we come from this energy of just like, compassion and understanding for ourselves, that is, and intentionality, that is when we can really start to shift our relationship with debt. Because understanding, like, why you got into debt or why you swiped your card or any of those pieces, like, just giving a lot of, like, self-forgiveness and compassion and understanding to your past self, I think is really key here. So knowing your why behind it, I think is important. So for example, when I was younger, I took on consumer debt. So before I started a business and I give her so much compassion and understanding, it's very easy for me now to be like, oh yeah, I started two businesses. Like what an opportunity. Like that is amazing. Right. But there was a time that I was also in consumer debt and I did pay that off and that all worked out. However, there was a time where I did have that. And I look at my younger self and I'm like, I understand I understand why you did that because I was so burnt out. I was working all the time. Like literally starting, I used to work out at 5 a.m. in the morning. I would go to school all day from 8 a.m. to around 4 p.m. And then I would work from like 5 to 11, sometimes midnight. And then I would get up and do it all over again you know and so i was so burnt out i didn't take any days off and i didn't have a moment of to myself for pleasure because i didn't know how to give that to myself like in my daily life and so i deprived myself of it and so when i finally gave myself permission to be in pleasure and to celebrate myself like my credit card was my best friend in those moments you know what i mean and i would go a little crazy you know but like I understand why I did that. And I understand what I was searching for at that moment when I was swiping that card. Right. And so, am I really going to shame my past self for like wanting to relax with how hard she was working and like wanting to find a little bit of like this worthiness piece and this security piece? Like, no, I'm not going to shame her for that, you know? <laughs> and the same thing when I invested in coaching, there were some investments that I look back now and I'm like, oh, that was totally not me anymore. Um, I don't even really believe in that anymore and all those things. But like, It was still a stepping stone and it still is something that I get to kind of use in my toolkit if I want. And at the end of the day, I made those investments because I was like, I want to be successful and I believe that this is the path to my success, right? And so like, am I really going to shave myself, my past self, or wanting to do the right thing in that moment to be successful, right? So I really invite you, if you have debt, to just give yourself a little of that compassion, Understanding, go back in time to that moment and think, why did I do that? Why did I need that? And then you'll be able to kind of open up your channel around your debt and not see it as like this thing to just like continuing to shame yourself around. You know, like, why are we keeping ourselves up at night when there are like really awful people in the world. And especially right now, we're seeing that so much right now. And they're just, they're sleeping like babies at night. They're sleeping just fine at night, but we're up here, like shaming ourselves and feeling so guilty around debt, you know, (laughs) like debt that is literally so neutral. And it only carries the charge that we give it and the meaning that we give it. So why don't you give it the meaning that like it's okay and it's neutral and you're going to figure it out and it's nothing to be scared of and you get to have whatever relationship with it that you want, you know? So I hope that this episode was very helpful. Money mindset is so huge as a business owner. It is not, I truly believe it's not something that you can skip You have to get your money mindset on track because this is what will determine how you price yourself, how you sell your services, how you talk about money with your clients and making sure that you're also not feeding into like everybody else's money stories and getting your shit clean so that way you can actually sell cleanly you know, and not have it clouded with all this judgment. So this is exactly what I help my one on one clients with. So if you want to learn more about that, I invite you to learn about my one on one coaching, I would love to work with you. If you love this podcast, I would love to meet you on a sales call. And we can talk about how I can help you and what working together would look like. So I would be so honored to meet you. So you can schedule your call with the link down in the show notes. And if you love this episode, please share it. Please give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will chat next week. If you are serious about making more money in your business without the hustle, then you better get on my email list. Sign up now with the link in the show notes to receive two exclusive trainings on client attraction that will help you sign your dreamiest clients fast. If you're ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me by going to my website, www.bekkajoekabanov.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat next week.